Seltzer Kings Podcasts. Hey, are you into werewolves, mad sciences, and a little bit of witchcraft? Then stay tuned for an all-new episode of Watch Corner. We're riding this train straight into the sun. Woo! Tune in to a classic episode of Watts Corner on the Seltzer Kings Network. Available on all podcast platforms. Hello and welcome to the podcast that asks a simple question. When you and 28,000 of your friends showed up at that Bernie Sanders rally, what the hell were you thinking? I'm your host, Dave Bledsoe. This is the Friday, August 14th, 2015, Weekend at Bernie's edition of the show, where we remind you, again, that Hillary Clinton is the Democratic nominee in in 2016, no matter what you may personally would like in the matter. Stay tuned. The What the Hell Were You Thinking podcast is brought to you by Clean for Gene, a political action committee for liberal lost causes. Are you a dirty hippie in need of a shower and a haircut? Are you a longtime activist for corporate accountability? Are you an independent democratic socialist senator? Clean for Gene will clean you up, make you seem just a touch less crazy, and try to market you to the middle. If you would like to sponsor the show, well, we can clean you up, market you to the middle, but you're still going to seem just as crazy. Who it hasn't? Are you still trying to win? You've got an overdeveloped sense of vengeance. It's going to get you into trouble someday. Let's get something clear right now. At the top of the show, because I don't want any confusion later on when I may or may not be too drunk to clarify, because the chances are that I will be. Hillary Clinton is the Democratic nominee for President of the United States in 2016. This was decided by... Who? Top. Men. Men who know better than you, dear voter. Frankly, you can't be trusted with these kind of decisions because God knows how badly you would just mess it up. After all, this isn't one of your reality shows. No, 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 your job is to show up on primary day, ritualistically cast your symbolic vote as a show of support for your benevolent masters, who have only your best interest at heart. Remember, citizen, your vote matters in a purely superficial and specious way. Voting for our anointed candidate is your duty as an American. Now, we've cleared that up, and I am in no danger from the visit from the men and Brooks Brothers, and we can finally talk about Bernie Sanders. I promise that is the only time I will play this drop this episode, because if I just played it every time I mentioned his name, we'd be here until Thursday trying to just record. Last weekend on the West Coast, Bernie Sanders' rallies drew amazing crowds. The one in Los Angeles drew at least 25,000 people, some people say 28, and this is frankly stunning for an acerbic little socialist from Vermont, and I'm not sure that there are 25,000 people in Vermont. But here's Bernie drawing a crowd like this in L.A., as different from Vermont as, well, fish tacos from maple syrup. Although, if there are maple syrup fish tacos, I really don't want to know. His rallies dwarf every other politician in the race, both in size and, well, in penis. Wait! 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 Wait
Wait, 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 you, you can't just hand a dried cock to a merchant and expect him to pay for it. He has to know it came from a dwarf. And how could he know? Unless he sees the dwarf. It will be a dwarf-sized cock. Guess again. Okay, let's talk some numbers here. Let's get down to the brass tacks. Hillary's largest campaign rally, her official announcement, drew 5,000-ish. Trump's largest rally to date in Phoenix, around 4,000-ish. Though I suspect most of those were offered 50 bucks to show up and wave a sign. Some, we assume, were really Trump supporters. All told, some 100,000 people have turned out to see Sanders speak over the past few weeks. And it's not just in the big cities like L.A. Bernie's drawn crowds wherever he goes. 15,000 in Seattle, 11,000 in Phoenix compared to Trump's 4,000, 10,000 in Madison, Wisconsin, 8,000 in Dallas, 4,500 in New Orleans. I mean, these numbers are astounding in a day of where online activism rules. I mean, obviously a tweet is worth a thousand handshakes, but not for Bernie. He's actually shaking a thousand hands. And more than anything else, these numbers say something about the mood of the Democrat base, which is that we're not exactly happy with our appointed candidate. And look, I share their concerns. Hillary Clinton is utterly and eminently qualified to be president. And when nominated, I believe that she will win the giant Cupid doll. A Cupid doll for a dime? Step right in, post your photo in five minutes. And you know what? I think she'll be a good president. Politically, she will likely be a better president than Obama. As a leader, every indication is that she would do a fine job domestically and internationally. Hillary is smart, ambitious, diplomatic, and cunning. But she won't do anything to change the status quo in the long term. A Hillary presidency will be much the same as an Obama presidency or even a Bush presidency. The corporate hegemony will continue. The 1% will still dominate the political process. And our military behaviors will not change. In fact, they might even become more aggressive. There is nothing in Hillary's history that makes me... Dave Bledsoe believed that she would act in anything more than a superficial way to address the deep problems facing the Republic. And given all of that, I don't know why I would vote for her. Bernie speaks to my anger. Bernie speaks to my desire to just shake the system up. So in a lot of ways, Bernie Sanders is the left-wing's Donald Trump. What the hell did you just say? Look, okay, I, I can see... That might be inflammatory, and it's left some of you in need of some soothing, so let me give you some instructions on how to deal with that. You can apply Preparation H ointments, gels, and creams with your finger. Sit down and listen. Obviously, Bernie Sanders is not saying hateful, racist, misogynist, or just Trump things. Trump does, however, say things the right-wing base wants to hear, just like Bernie. They're just mostly hateful, racist, and misogynist things. Bernie, on the other hand, talks about social justice, income equality, and returning the control of the government to the people. And this, my friends, is raw tofu to the liberal masses. Why tofu? We don't eat meat. Come on, we're liberals. (laughs) Um, It's just... uh... Yeah. Ian is a vegetarian. He doesn't eat meat. He don't eat no meat? No, he doesn't eat meat. What do you mean he don't eat no meat? 
Oh, that's okay. That's okay. I make lamb. Come. Come. It's what fires us up. Does that make us better, smarter, more sexually attractive people than our friends on the right? Of course it does. But that doesn't mean we're less susceptible to a politician who tells us things we want to hear. And Bernie's doing that. He's slinging tofu to the crowd, and we're eating it up. Well, you guys are eating it up, not me. I think tofu is really nasty, and I, if Bernie was slinging bacon, I, I might like it better. But here's the thing. Bernie Sanders believes the things he's saying. His entire political life, he stood up for left-wing issues and goals. He has consistently voted his conscience on matters that matter to his constituency and himself. Unlike most politicians, he doesn't back away from his actual views when they're politically inconvenient. You can hear the Republican attack ad right now. He wants America to look more like Scandinavia. That's right. That's right. And what's wrong with that? What's wrong when you have more income and wealth equality? What's wrong when we, they have uh, a stronger middle class in many ways than we do, a higher minimum wage uh, than we do, and they're stronger on the environment than we do? Look, the fact of the matter is we do a lot in our country, which is good, but we can learn from other countries. Sanders' entire political career has featured him aggressively championing political issues on the left, unapologetically defending the progressive agenda, and clearly defining himself as outside of the mainstream political process, where most politicians tack toward their base in the primary to win the nomination and come back to the center in the, for the general. Bernie has stayed Bernie, and even if you don't agree with him, you have to admire a politician who was not completely full of shit. On top of that, Bernie sees his own shortcomings and moves to address them in a sincere manner. The Sanders campaign has come under fire from the Black Lives Matter movement for being silent on the issue of race in America, and where other candidates have sidestepped and plied around the issue, Sanders had his face shoved in it and responded with an in-your-face policy addressing the problem, without couching it in a way that was deemed palatable to centrist and mainstream white people. All of these traits, political honesty, integrity, commitment to ideals, and an ability to adapt rapidly to a changing circumstance, are the exact reasons that Bernie Sanders could never be our president. Yeah, you heard that right. All the things that make Bernie Sanders a good human, even an admirable politician, are the reasons he couldn't govern. If by some fluke involving a Don Lemon black hole and Hillary's campaign plan occurred, and Bernie somehow won the nomination, and then a meteor struck the Republican convention, and all of their candidates and delegates were vaporized, and somehow Bernie actually managed to win, he still couldn't govern. In 2007... A young African-American man, or relatively young, announced his candidacy for president. He had no real experience in governing. He'd only held elected office for a brief period of time, and he was up against a monolithic candidate in Hillary Clinton. You may recognize that name. Uh, you may recognize her from now. He campaigned on something called hope and change. They were perfect buzzwords for a country that really just wanted hope and change and against all odds you know if he win because you know he got a chance he can win his white dudes like to do shit like that vote for the wrong dude as a goof <laughs> they get drunk and shit and go in there and say let's vote for jesse jackson <laughs> <laughs> i just voted for jesse jackson 
the next day to be like this. A fucking one? But winning is not the same as governing. And Obama has governed the shit out of this country for 11 years. You know, I think history is going to regard Barack Obama as one of the best presidents ever. Sit down, sit down. Jesus, put, the, put those quotes Where the fuck did you guys get a flamethrower? Listen, listen, forget that you personally don't like him. And think that he... Uh, just forget that that's the case. He came in with two long-term wars and perhaps the worst financial crisis in American history. He managed to keep the country afloat despite everyone hating his policy. He passed a landmark piece of legislation on health care that everyone hated, and the only reason it exists is because it was marginally better than what we had. He has managed to keep this country going forward in spite of the fact that he has faced the most significant congressional opposition since before the Civil War, and somehow in the middle of that, get re-elected. Say what you will, I don't care if you don't like him, that is governing the shit out of this country. How? How did he manage to do that? Well, he threw all his campaign bullshit out the window, shit on the face of the base, and compromised on everything. He pursued practicality over principles. He understood the bedrock holding up our system of government, and that is doing what it takes to keep the entire thing from blowing up. And in this respect, he is perhaps the best president we've ever had, or at least certainly in the top five. And I don't believe Bernie Sanders has it in him to do what Obama has done. I've never seen a hint of it. I respect and admire the man. I love his politics. I would love to live in a world where Bernie Sanders could be president. I don't. I live in this one. And this one is utter shit. So you pick the least messy, least stinky turd from the pile and smile, smile, smile. In other words, it's a huge shit sandwich and we're all going to have to take a bite. And you know what? I'm not sure that this is so much a bug in our national government as a feature. Because we're not Europe. We certainly aren't Scandinavia, filled with shining, happy, blonde people all blissfully coexisting with each other. Because we all want the same things, mostly smoking hot Nordic sex. <laughs> no, 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 no. We, Americans, are the world. We are children. We're the ones who take and take. It doesn't matter what you're given. We're the choice you're making for saving your own ass and fuck everyone else. We are a greedy, self-centered, and determined to get ours before someone else gets theirs. We, indeed, are a snapshot of all of humanity in all its bloody, messy, warty glory. And you don't want an idealist governing a bunch of assholes like us. And hey, I'm not saying we don't need the things Bernie Sanders puts forward in his platform. We need them desperately. We need income equality, racial justice reform, paid college education, single-payer health care. These are things that could actually fix the problems in America. But that is not governing. Governing is about the things that you need. It's about the things that you can get. We need income equality. What we might get is some stricter controls on Wall Street, 
a few tax loophole closures, and a couple of corporate criminals put on trial. We need racial justice reform. What we might get is some police body cameras and a couple of cops prosecuted when they kill an unarmed black person. We need free college educations. We might get some student loan reforms. And maybe some minor controls on tuition. We need single-payer health care. We might get some improvements to Obamacare. And you know what? All of those things will be fucking lucky if we get them. Because as fucked up as America is, there is a lot of money and power in keeping it fucked up. Washington, D.C. is a lot like my bipolar batshit-ass boss. He knew that everything that he was doing was inefficient, it cost him time and money and business, but he didn't care, because if he gave an ounce of power to anyone else, he wouldn't have that power anymore. And just like Congress, he knew that power, once given away, can never be taken back. So he did the same thing as Congress does run in, scream angry things about minorities and gays, and then run out. I'm not sure where that story was going, but I, I'm fairly sure that when I wrote it, there was a reason behind it. Oh yeah, my old boss was an asshole. That was it. And so was Congress. Now, to my younger listeners, let's just relax, because things, things are going to change. And change does come, but it just comes slowly at first. It picks up the pace as it gathers momentums. I mean, social change is a fat man jogging. It wheezes and gasps and stumbles and occasionally vomits in the gutter. And a lot of the times it just quits or dies before it gets started. But if you're committed, sometimes it starts to get in shape. It runs faster and faster. The more change happens, the more faster it occurs. It took 250 years for black people to be considered remotely human if only by some of us, if there is anyone watching. It took 50 years of conscious social, legal, and political effort to reach even the illusion of equality for black people, to the point where conservatives can say, see, they can vote and stuff, we don't need these crazy laws. Of course, you still can't be black and drive down the street without worrying that some no-necked cop is just going to empty his Glock in your ass for just giving him the side eye. But hey, like I said... Change comes slow, but it keeps gasping along, and we keep getting a little closer and a little closer. And today, the battles that are being fought by Bernie Sanders are being fought in a different milieu. Gone are the days of mass marches, sit-ins, protest songs, and groovy hippie sex. Hey man, is that Freedom Rock? Yeah man, well turn it up man! I guess what I'm saying is that the days of big leaders doing big things that change the world are gone. And we're left with smaller times and leaderless initiatives, and the world of Bernie Sanders is rapidly shrinking to a lovely little corner of Vermont where retired stockbrokers from New York move and open a bed and breakfast and atone for their shitty, shitty youths by voting for a socialist. And But there, the thing is, is, there's only so many retired stockbrokers in the world, and much fewer still feel something like a sense of guilt. So Bernie's appeal in the flyover is going to be necessarily limited to college students, geriatric hippies, and podcast hosts who really want to piss off their family by posting Bernie Sanders campaign images on Facebook. Change won't happen in the government. 
It wasn't the government who decided 15 years ago that gay marriage wasn't a big fucking deal. It was the people. It took the governments to force the issue to make it official. But the reason they were cool doing that is the, the majority of the country suddenly went, Duh, gay people get married. What are you, a doofus? The Black Lives Matter movement will change how policing happens in America. They will do it by forcing the issue into our minds constantly, and they will win. This time, the government will have to change. It can't wait for the courts to force it. It won't happen overnight, but it will happen. Faster than gay marriage, and faster certainly than civil rights. We're marching towards a world where Bernie Sanders could be president of the United States, where his agenda agenda is beneficial as it is to me, as to, I don't know, my parents. And it won't even seem outlandish or bizarre when that happens. But we're not there yet. And by the time we get there, Bernie Sanders will be long gone, as will I, and probably you, dear listener, because change is slow, stupid is strong, and Donald Trump is making us all stronger. That being said, every time Bernie speaks, he forces Hillary just a little bit further to the left. He reminds Democrats, we are supposed to be the progressive party, and it pisses off a libertarian. He may not get us to the mountaintop, but he is truly making Rand Paul pull out that silly fucking hairdo. And in the end, isn't that what we really want? That is it for the show this week. Damn you. Damn you. You know, I didn't use a single drop from Weekend at Bernie's. Quite a ride, huh, Bernie? Bernie, how you doing? Great place. I hope you don't mind, but we, did, we just walked in. We didn't know that... that you... Bernie? Shh, shh. He's sleeping. Bernie? What kind of a host invites you to his house for the weekend and dies on you? I don't understand why he couldn't wait until Monday to kill himself. Why don't we just pretend he didn't die? <laughs> hey, Bernie! Larry! Great party last night, Bernie! Your best ever! Ladies! Hello! How are you today? Great! Hi. Are we doing it again today? Oh, absolutely! You know we are! Great! We'll see you later, guys! Bye-bye! Bye-bye, ladies! We'll see you later! Yeah, but Lomax is dead. He's not around anybody yeah. anymore. <laughs> I know that. You know that. Nobody else knows that. And that takes care of that. We thank the band Hypnostate for their song and the opening credits. You can find their work on Jamindo.com. You can find us on Twitter at the hell underscore podcast. On Facebook at the What the Hell Podcast. And all the shows at www.whatthehellpodcast.com. And now for me, Dave Bledsoe, and the entire fictional staff at the What the Hell You Thinking Podcast, we just say to you, We must have dreamed a thousand dreams, been haunted by a million screams, but we can still hear the march of the feet moving Bernie into the street. Did you read the news today? They say that Donald's gone away, but Bernie's fire is still alight, pushing Hillary further and further from the right. There are too many men, too many people, making too many problems, but there's not enough Bernie to go around. We'll see you guys next week.
Seltzer Kings. Podcasts.